Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today, someone who really shook things up in Washington. One of the eight House Republicans who ousted House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Congressman Tim Burchett from Tennessee. And ironically, they were backed by House Democrats when they made history, making McCarthy the first speaker ever voted out. They were angry he compromised with Democrats, approving short-term funding last weekend with the Senate to avert a government shutdown without the spending cuts conservatives demand and say we need. Well, now the House is in recess, considering who should take over as Speaker. Steve Scalise, the Majority Leader, or Jim Jordan, the Judiciary Committee Chairman, backed by former President Trump, and we expect a vote in the next couple of days. Now, we talked to Congressman Burchett the day after the contentious vote and before that Trump endorsement. Our conversation was too long to fit into the regular rundown podcasts, but since this is the weekend and we have these extras... It's the perfect time to let you hear all of it. We thank you, as always, for listening. Please come back for more. And now GOP Congressman Tim Burchett on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Joining us again on the Fox News Rundown, Congressman Tim Burchett, Republican from Tennessee, as we are in the middle of a new drama in Congress after the House voted to oust Speaker Kevin McCarthy the House is now in recess. Next week, the Republicans and Democrats will consider who should replace Kevin McCarthy. And one of the eight Republicans who voted to remove Speaker McCarthy is Congressman Burchett. You were there. You were one of these eight. And first of all, thank you very much for being back with us. Thank you for having me on, brother. It's my pleasure. Well, obviously, you've taken a lot of heat from this. I've heard several of your colleagues say that this is a bad day for Republicans. This is great for Democrats. It's bad for America. What do you say to that? I say, you know, everybody's hot and their tensions are high, but we follow the rules. We follow the rules, the Constitution, the things that our forefathers put down and and um, and the rules of our conference. You know, there's tanks aren't in the street. People aren't jumping off of buildings. There's not. Uh, you know, explosives going off, as you'd see in third world countries. We made a decision and it was a it was a principal decision. Mine went two paths. I, I decided I said, do I want to keep my friend Kevin McCarthy or do I need to vote my conscience? And I prayed about it and my conscience told me and I, I followed my conscience. And I think that was the right decision. We are thirty three trillion dollars in debt. We added a trillion dollars in three months this year. We are backed up against September 30th being the end of our fiscal year and leadership for whatever reason decided to send us home the month of August and two weeks in September. Knowing, as I've stated many times, September 30th comes around about this time every year, knowing that we're gonna be backed up and that we would have a continued resolution. 
And all a continued resolution does is keep the powerful in power and keeps the lobbyists and the special interests greased. And we don't address budgetary issues. Uh, Jody Arrington out of, out, of, out of Texas chairs our budget committee. He put together a very feasible, doable budget that this country should follow. And we haven't passed a budget in 30 years. Every, every state in the union has a budget. I come from Tennessee. We're a balanced budget state. We have zero debt, zero debt. Yet this country continues to trot along with these with inflation going out of control, spending money we don't have, and we don't have the maturity or the guts to do anything about it. We had two, uh, we, we've been downgraded, our credit rating's been downgraded twice. And the number, and the, and the two reasons they gave were uh, ma leadership maturity and, um, and fiscal responsibility in the last 20 years. So that cuts both parties. Okay. So. We've got some real work to do, and that and my decisions went along those lines, and we we failed to address any of that. All right, you, you called Kevin McCarthy your friend. He said the same of you when he spoke after he was ousted. Yet he seemed a little hurt by it. There was this story, and you mentioned that you prayed on it, and there was a story that that supposedly you were offended that he may have uh, mocked you in your conversation with him. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, it was a condescending conversation. It's no big deal. I mean, it's it's over. It wouldn't have mattered if I'd flipped my vote anyway. But, you know, and then the conversation, but what he didn't tell you was the rest of the conversation. I asked about where's the term limits bill? And he said, well, that died in committee. I said, well, why were we there the month of August? Well, I don't set the calendar. It just went down that line. And so oh, he said, oh, so you're going to kick me out of office for that. And I was like, you know, that's a perfect example. First, you make a condescending remark about me praying about what I was going to do, which I do. I pray for everybody and uh, pray for my enemies. I pray for President Biden. His, I, even, I even pray for his son and their family. But I, the honest truth is, is that, you know, we don't need excuses. We need leaders. We need people to step up to the plate and not say, well, what about if we do this? What about if we do this? What about? No, we need somebody to put a plan forward and then we rally around it. I suggested the leadership weeks ago to get everybody in the room and let's talk about our differences. The people, the 15 of us that had a problem and that was just, you know, look the other way kind of thing. Jody Arrington, when he brought his budget, you know, we're required to do a budget by law, a budget and 12 appropriations bills. Yet we chose not to do that route. They basically just patted Jody on the head and just sent him on his way basically and not, you know, gave him his 10 minutes in the golf clap after he finished. And that was it. And nobody, and then we went right back to business as usual. All and right. this country cannot afford business as usual anymore. We have got to take control of this fiscal ship. Even AOC said something about we need fiscal responsibility the other day. So, you know, I, I think it's a good idea to start talking about that. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. A lot has been made about how Speaker McCarthy sided with the Senate and Democrats on the continuing resolution. 
compromising with them and not going along with the spending cuts. And so people have turned the tables on you as the eight Republicans because you sided with Democrats in the vote to oust Speaker McCarthy. So they say, you, well, you did the same thing. You worked with Democrats. Yes, sir. How does that, well, so that, I think they're trying to portray you as hypocrites, essentially. No, well, I would say this, the Democrats sided with us that we agreed that we need a change. It's, you know, I, I represent my district and people get mad at me down here because I don't vote with the conference or I don't vote with this person or that person. I don't represent them. I didn't come here to make friends with, with these folks up here. This is a swamp and it is real and it is very contagious. And that's why we are $33 trillion in debt. People come up here and, and, and they, 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 they talk to you all and they regurgitate a few talking points and then they go in there and they vote our country down the river. And perfect example, we had, and this is shows leadership actually, we had an agriculture bill and it made some pretty severe cuts. It didn't pass. It did not pass the, uh, the the appropriations. But then we had a defense appropriations, $30 billion increase. Now, the war pimps at the Pentagon have never passed an audit, never passed an audit. They lose billions of dollars a year in cost overruns and black ops and all this other garbage. And then uh, and at one time, 60 percent of their assets were unaccounted for. Yet. We give that we reward them by thirty billion more dollars. We 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 found one hundred and fourteen billion for Ukraine. Yet those poor people out in Maui get six or seven hundred dollars a family, and hell, they lost everything, brother. They lost everything. Yeah. And that's and then we these Afghan refugees. We we gave we give them a monthly stipend, and then the people coming over the border get something. You know, it just never ends. It never ends. We've got to start taking care of our own. We got to start being fiscally responsible, and we got to start answering to the voters. And the voters are taking notice. They uh, are taking notice. Obviously, Congressman Matt Gates, he led this. There have been a lot of negative things said about him. One of your colleagues, Congresswoman Stephanie Bice, said that uh, he's using the American people as pawns in his narcissistic game of charades. They say this was personal, that he didn't like Kevin McCarthy. Why would you side with him? I know you are not with him just because you're with him. You have your own principles on the spending issue. But why pick him on his side this time? Matt said all along that it had to do with the speaker keeping his word. And if he had kept his word, we wouldn't be there. Okay. And that's that's what it was all about. It didn't, you know, everybody's trying to cloud it because of who Matt is, and and or or whatever, whoever or whoever they think Matt isn't. But the truth is, is that there was a promise made, and there were promises not kept, and excuses uh, don't help us any. And you know, Tuesday this will be all over. We're going to have our little. Um, student government <laughs> forum where everybody's <laughs> going to speak and talk about why they should be speaker. And then we'll, we'll vote. And I guarantee, I think on the first vote on the floor, that person will be the new speaker. Okay. Cause there's a lot of names being thrown out, Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise. You seem certain that somebody's already going to get the support. I think that the, when we walk out of that room, we'll have a speaker. It took it's days. It took days in January to get Kevin McCarthy elected. That's not going to happen this time, well, you don't think? Well, Kevin McCarthy would again. 
would not allow any more votes in committee because he was afraid he would lose it in there in a closed door meeting. Okay. And that was his strategy and it worked. It was a good strategy for him. It just drug us out 15 days that we, we lost, but nobody, you know, here we are, we're 45 day continued resolution day 41. And we have, we had a meeting on the budget or any of this. No, that tells you right there. And, and then part of the old regime bangs the gavel. We should have worked through the weekend and elected a speaker. So we'd be ready to go Monday morning. Bang, let's come back Tuesday. You know what, what in the world? Uh, you know, that's, that's that old school stuff. And that, 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 that's when you got power, you can do those kind of things. And, and they, and they don't turn loose of this power easily in this town, obviously. So this, it, it, it sure doesn't, um, Oh, go ahead. Oh no. Okay. Now, no, okay. So next week you elect the speaker. You still have, as you pointed out, you know, a little over a month to come up with some other budget. I know you want a full budget, but what if we get another continuing resolution? Cause you have a hard time working this out with the Senate. Could the next speaker be McCarthy'd for compromising with the Senate and doing the same thing? How do we know we can't work something out with the Senate? The last time we sent them something, we said we're going to cut 1% of new growth or something crazy like that. That's not how you negotiate. You ask for a lot. You take what you know you can live with. And everybody leaves a little uncomfortable. And that's how you negotiate. And just, you know, poking the Senate in the news and, and the president in the news, I mean, it's for, a, for, a, for the 435th most powerful member of Congress, which I am, that served me pretty well. But when you're in leadership, you go knock on their door. You swallow your pride and you go work on these things. And we're not doing that. And we, and it just, you know, I'm not going to go see them right now, that kind of thing. That doesn't cut it. That does not cut it anymore. We got to work. We got to get this country back on track fiscally, financially, morally, and ethically. And by sitting here with our hands on our, sitting on our hands, we're not doing it. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Okay, so what I know you want to go through and get those 12 appropriations bills done in the House before we get to the middle of November. Let's say you're successful at that. You put spending cuts in and the Senate doesn't go along with any of it. What do you do? You negotiate. You negotiate before, you know, that's why. And we always say we got to we got to um, we got to get something that will pass in the in the Senate. Well, why don't we say the Senate needs to get something that'll pass in the House? We're equal body. Why do we always knuckle under? We always knuckle under. Why do we do that? Because we don't have anybody that negotiates. And I, and I, granted, this new speaker will will be able to negotiate, whoever they may be, because the, our 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 bench is very deep. I know my friend Kevin Hearn is talking about running too. Why don't one of you eight Republicans, why don't you throw your name in, Congressman? The eight Republicans who said, we'd, you know, the House doesn't have good leadership. Why not say, you know what, let's do this our way. 
One of us. Well, the, re- the reality is I could probably, I, I don't know. I get two votes and I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd vote for myself. <laughs> All right. Well, that might not be enough confidence for everybody else to back you. Yeah. Well, Tim Burchett for speaker would send the markets into a, and uh, probably into well the grifters anyway the the ones who got lobbyists up here that grease politicians they would probably um, tank the market pretty quick. I heard one of your colleagues, Congressman Ken Bucky, voted with you. He said that it's not just eight. He said there are more than just eight who wanted oh, Kevin McCarthy out. Is that right? Absolutely. I was in the gym this morning. I've been in the halls. I was up. I was up at. I was, down there a little bit after five this morning and I've talked to several people. I've received calls from others, people that have said, and I was in a meeting yesterday, a kind of impromptu thing. I, I kind of crashed it, but, um, and they were all <laughs> saying, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm like Jackie Gleason said, I don't want to join a club that have somebody like me, but, um, you know, I'm a club of one, but they, you could, the, the move, you know, and, and as it walked out, I thought about that old saying, you know, victory is, has a thousand fathers and and defeats an orphan, you know? So, you know, there's people that are upset and they're hurt, but a lot of people are upset and hurt. Some of them are upset and hurt because their little deal is, is over. They're going to have to get in line like the rest of us. And so um, that's, that creates a problem in both parties. So I think that's good for the system though. It's good for, it's good for this country. So people on camera, do you think are angrier than they are behind closed doors? Heck yes. And then when they read their emails, they're flipping. They're, they'll flip pretty quick because this thing is pretty popular nationwide and with our base especially. And and the ones that are saying this is creating havoc all over the world, and, you know, it's over. We follow the rules that are, pres- that are that, that are, we are prescribed. It will be over Tuesday. We'll be back to work Wednesday. And we ought to start working on that budget. We still should have been doing it this weekend. I think that was a tactical error, but that's the old regime. Congressman Tim Burchett, Republican from Tennessee, thanks so much for the time as always. It's always good to talk to you, brother. Just keep putting the truth out there. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.